and welcome to the Talk It Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and join me, we have Hunted and Squid. How are you guys doing? Hey, well, man. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right, I gotta say. I've had some worse moments, and I had finally got some of my homework stowed away for the day, so I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and having that stress off my back, let me tell you, it always feels like at the end of the week on Friday, it feels like I'm forgetting something, and it's so nice not to have that worry anymore. Oh, man. And I... I uh... I'm like what eight years removed from uh, from school or something like that. Yeah. So right, no right, right. homework for me. I mean, unless you count all of the prep work we have to do for broadcast, I kind of consider that homework. But that's kind of it's fun. not the I same. That's that. that's not yeah. stressful I, like homework no. is. Not I, uh, I do enjoy yeah, that. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. Homework adds like a different kind of stress to your life. So, yeah, I'm I'm all happy for people who don't have to deal with that, and I'm happy I don't have to deal with that. So, um, but we we do have a couple things here to discuss today. So let's just jump right on into it, guys. Uh, first up on the docket, we're gonna be talking about the North American Regional so far, and you know, kind of what's happening uh, with the group stage at the moment. They just completed it today. Um, so there in Group A, we have Energy, Kansas City Pioneers, Pittsburgh Knights, Oxygen Esports, and Stromboli. Uh, if you're listening on podcast services, uh, we'll we'll try our best to you know explain as we're talking. But if you're watching, it's a heck of a lot easier for you now. Uh, just because you can see everything. So, Group A guys, is this is this the uh, you know final standings y'all were expecting? That's a tough question to answer. I think there's some upsets that happened. I think there's some expected results. Like that Group A bracket's a really tough bracket. You've got, I mean. I, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised that Stromboli's the first team out in that group. But, like, the Pioneers, I mean, they went 3-1. and one. I think they were, what, undefeated through day one, and they lost today? Yeah, yeah they lost today so, against NRG. Yeah, Which, that's, I, I that's mean, an expected top, result, too, for them, though. Yes. Sure. I think, I think Oxygen um, might have underperformed. Like, you kind of put them, Oxygen, PK, I mean, where, you know, who do you... Uh, you know, I think that's a coin flip at times. Um, but the rest of the bracket, actually really interesting, you know, because I cover United stuff. Uh, I was very surprised when 72 PC actually beat Alpine. I can't believe Alpine is actually out of the tournament. Yeah. Man. The, uh, <laughs> I, like, I mean, we went to five <laughs> games with them in the in the uh, first yeah. round of the of the tournament, and, and that was a bit of a disappointment. I think they, that United should have won that series, but... Um, yeah. When when I saw the final results, that Alpine of all teams was the team that uh, is is gone, and it's the Sonics who three one through everything. Well, uh, and uh, Alpine even posted a tweet that I retweeted uh, today when I saw those results. Oh, right, because yes. they they posted whenever the groups yes. were published, they were like, "Oh, this is the easiest group of our lives." Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. We were talking about it uh, prior uh. to the. Because I had seen it, and I had seen it, and then I saw this today. I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and retweet that right now. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, this actually, though, I mean, let's let's go back to what we did on the last podcast, right? Because we were talking about the discrepancy that we have, and of course, every every game is more important. But this is, this is the result that I was afraid of, right? Is we're going to get one of those teams, three, three teams in that group, United, 72PC, and Alpine, all go one and three. But Alpine got the short end of the stick. 
because they had a bit worse of a performance on the day within each individual series. Normally, where the series is weighted much, much more, this was the concern that I was going to have, is that Alpine, they just they go 1-3, you know, two other teams go 1-3, but they're the ones who go out. And I mean, it's a similar story here. Uh, Pittsburgh, actually 2-2, two two, uh, minus 1. In Group A, I mean, we're talking about the results there. I'm per I'm presently not really that surprised, but that's kind of what you would want to see, right? Is a 4-0, a 3-1, a 2-2, yeah. a 1-3, and an 0-4. You know, everybody's happy. You know, nobody's like, oh, we just got destroyed by game. Yeah. Well, right? but see, we talked about it on the broadcast. I'm sorry to cut you off. We talked about losing 3-2 like United did to Alpine is a much better result than getting swept, for instance. Yeah, yeah like, twice. You know, and, and twice they and, and were 72 swept. PC, like 72 PC. United won the first two games. We were talking about, like, 72 PC had, you know, they got swept in the first round. This is, like, a must win. They have to win a couple of games at the very least, or at least a game, you know, to salvage the series. So that's what they did. They ended up winning right. a game, and they lost in four. But, you know, ultimately, you look at it, and Alpine, the only series they won, they won in five games, and everything else, they just couldn't get anything started. And yeah. Um, you know, you, you can't say that for, for United, who, again, lost, you know, in five games. And, you know, uh, the only series that I think EU played poorly in was the Sonic series. Right. Um, I just, it, it looked like they were kind of lost on the pitch and, and Shock, you know, does what Shock does. So, um, but it was, it was fun to watch Dapper in the lineup. I think Dap still uh, can contribute at the highest level and, I think, you know, I said this before, you know, and, and uh, I'm going to say it again, that I, I think if you give this team time, especially now, hopefully Dapper will stick and there's not going to be another huge roster change again. Um, I think if you give them time, they could be very good. Yeah. I think uh, they're in Group B. The team that uh, surprised me the most is probably the Sonics. Uh, T. Carell showing to be a really good pickup for these guys. Like. I no, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I don't really. I I have been yeah. very impressed with T. Carell's performance just in general lately. Well, but that's what I mean. T. Carell, when he ever since he's joined the team, it's only gotten better and better. And Shock finally seems like he's found a place to play where he can do the things that he wants to do and have teammates that can also support him. Like I'm not surprised that the Sonics second place through the group. If they would have beat Envy and topped out of the bracket, yeah, I would be surprised. But um, well, I mean, I, 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 so I used to, I used to cast for the Sonics back in the fall split and to see like where they were to where they are now in terms of like their play style in general, like they just feel like such a different team. So for me, like, I'm just, I'm more surprised just to see how much growth these guys have had. And I know I really shouldn't be because I have watched that growth happen. Uh, but it's just it's just interesting to me to see how far this team has come. They're one of those teams uh, here in North America, at least, that you can say, like, you've definitely seen a gradual improvement. Them and version one are two teams that I would definitely agree. You've seen improvements since the beginning of RLCSX. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I still think that, you know, 72 PC should be thankful that they scraped out of that bracket. I, I you know, I <laughs> yes, was yes, uh, absolutely. You yeah. know, I was surprised again to see Alpine. I was worried for United. I thought United, if they didn't have a good series against Envy, you know, it could it could have been them out. But with Alpine gone, I mean, I, I think that's the big surprise. I don't think you should be yeah. surprised with the Sonics succeeding finally. And um, 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I, uh, 72 I, PC, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I agree. Yeah, I, I think that the only real upset here is Sonic's beating out Alpine, honestly. If I think, I think say, that like, was just more... For the bracket, that's I think it. I'm just more surprised because when you look at the results, the Sonics just look like they did really well. And I think that's more what I'm... I think mentally I'm just surprised when I look at their record compared to everybody else's because I didn't expect them... To I mean, let's be fair, the Sonics had probably much the easiest bracket out of literally every anybody. Well, Alpine like the thought Alpine, they had the yeah. easiest bracket. <laughs> well, the Sonics and Alpine both had extremely easy brackets when you compare when you look True. at the other groups. Yeah. And yeah. you know, average skill. Like I as much as I you know, I don't mean to to hate on United, but I just I don't think they're quite there yet. And you know, they're playing with a another you know, they, they've changed their roster twice this season. And, yeah. you know, I'm not surprised that they're struggling a little bit. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think we what we should be talking about is Space Station. And yes. um, <laughs> I'm even going to say yeah, Rogue getting fucking swept by Xset. What is that? Well, here, yeah, let's, those... let's just take a step over to Group C. Then we'll look at Group D. So Group C... <laughs> Phase Clan version one, Charlotte Phoenix, Space Station Gaming, and Pride Stark Empire. I don't even know who's on Pride Stark Empire. I haven't actually looked. Uh, but them being splashy, porklet, sharp. Yeah. Eh, they're not bad players, but it's not surprising to see them be out of that group. That's a tough group. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with Charlotte Phoenix being the worst one in the group, and especially considering how they played on the day, uh, I think that it's fair that Pride Stark goes 0-4 out of that group. But as Hunted said, the big story here is space station or honestly at this point i'm ready to oh. say like in this this performance i would be ready to call them shit station gaming i mean frankly <laughs> pardon my french but what the fuck is that one in three in groups for ssg remember at one point in time these guys were like undisputedly like the gods yeah, of back in fall split <laughs> Back in well, the fall so, split not even a year ago. Not even so half see, a year ago. Now, the funny part is, is we talked about this at length last week. Yeah. That I still think that the fact that we played so many games just for four teams total to get eliminated is dumb. And Space Station is is one of those teams that is very lucky that that's the case because they're still playing. Like, yeah. you know, they, they go one and three on the day or uh, in their group and – they had a, a strong group like Phase 4-0s through that, and Version 1 is playing well, thankfully. So, I I mean, it, it's just, it's funny, like, how you're, uh, I mean, my opinion hasn't changed. I still think it's dumb <laughs> that only four teams are gone, but yeah. it's, it's like, such a difference. Like, EU, you look at the things, you're like, well, this is kind of stupid. There are still some terrible teams that are left. Like, why are we doing this? And now it's, like, Space Station, like, Oxygen... I don't know. It's just kind of funny how it all works out. Well, all right, in well, Space uh, Station, it's just surprising. Like, they lost against Charlotte Phoenix. That's a team that they should be 3 owing, honestly. And, but, I mean, what was it? Squid, you were even mentioning, too, though, how it's like they don't lose to the peeps now phase. No, they, they, don't, do they don't lose yeah. to them. And I think that what I am going to say is that for phase here, uh, I think that they might have some of that org bolstering right how many times is it that we've seen a team it's like oh yeah they're okay yeah and they it, they're like, they're shit, riding like a, a morale high right. today yeah that's right fair. right that's fair. i think i think that's kind of the case for them and i think that actually goes for oxygen and charlotte phoenix as well i feel like they're still kind of riding that high as well so i think that might be part of the reason why charlotte phoenix kind of performed as well as they did but yeah for phase i mean the peeps have been unsponsored for you know ever since 
PK dropped them, you know, late last year, I think it was, sometime around, I can't remember, like August? It was maybe? a while ago, yeah. Well, I, let's, let's I don't look. remember. But I'm looking here at the bracket here for Space Station. They do have to play off against uh, United, and then the loser of quarterfinal match four, which, if I'm not mistaken, is FaZe Clan versus Sonics. That's still dangerous. With the way that Sonics performed here uh, in their group, it's not impossible to say yeah. that the Sonics could upset Space Station if they're playing poorly. August 6th of 2020. There you go. Is when the peeps were reformed. Dang. Right. But yeah, the 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 saddest result of group C I would say is definitely Space Station Gaming. Uh Oh yeah. That that's not and it is a tough group. And I mean at the end of the day like, you know, version 1 and Phase Clan, I'm not super surprised to see them lose against them. But at the same time, those are still teams that like they can they have still beaten plenty of times to where it's like they should still take them. Um, but I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte Phoenix, I think, is the biggest losses. surprise loss there for me. They did still have the two game five losses. It was three two versus version one, three two versus Charlotte Phoenix. Which, granted, you know, give them a little bit more credit in a in a format yeah, that's supposed it was to emphasize OT, the It was anyways. OT against version one in game five. They lost, uh, and then against Phase Clan, they lost that three one. Now, well, when was the last time we've actually seen Space Station? I mean, besides obviously yesterday, but when was the last time we saw Space Station play version one? Because I know they lost to Rogue. Uh, they lost to... And, and even the Peeps, really. When was the last time? Because in the Major, they never played them. Uh, either of the two teams. And they lost to uh, NRG and Rogue did Space Station. I'm, I'm wondering if really this should be a surprise or not, considering... I mean, let's be. They let's maybe be don't real, play guys. as often I mean, as against each other as we think. Well, I'm looking well, at their five previous results, and these are in varying degrees of tournaments, grid, summit, stuff like that. And in five, in four of those five previous results that Space Station has against Version One, they went the distance all the way, Game Five, Game Seven, uh, yeah. what have you. And the one result they didn't was still a three-one in favor of Space Station. So, so well, I guess my, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is, you know, I, I know that our, our our conversations have been heated about you know, who's best in North America right now, but maybe we are just, we're kind of in that, that time period where we don't actually really know because we don't have the, uh, you know, sufficient amount of results to necessarily place teams where they should be, or, you know, it's an inconsistency incons problem, something like that. I mean, version one, again, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that they're doing well because I literally said that they would like two yeah. splits ago. And, I'm glad to see them doing well as well. Yeah, and you know, like their recent results are really, really strong. I mean, yeah, they lost. They've lost to now the Peeps slash Phase twice in a row because they lost in the major to the Peeps. I think it was four one but or the, two. But you are right, uh, though. The team has definitely been showing very promising results. Well, right. I mean, NRG, they took them to five games in the winners' quarterfinals of the major, and like yeah. I, I don't know if we should be surprised that version one is beating space station like i think no, uh, honestly true. i think group d if group a is not the toughest group group d um or sorry c uh right. where space yeah. station is i think that might be the 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 big bad group of oh, i yeah, would argue absolutely. group c is the hardest group i think yes. i think i i had an easier time i think that group a is about what i expected 
uh, minus oxygen. Oxygen, they always do well in group stages, and they just didn't this time, surprisingly. Um, but group C, this is the one that I couldn't really peg what I thought the final outcome was going to be. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I love let's... it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we have, you know, it, it, I'm glad that I can sit here and say that I think X team is top four and we don't really know for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, so. it feels like it's getting more and more like that where it's like, you know, but, beyond the points, it's getting harder. I mean, on that topic though, let's shift over to group D uh, mm -hmm. where hunted. You were adamantly against the fact that rogue was guaranteed top four last week. And that seems to be, uh, proven here, or it was a two weeks ago. I can't recall. We had a heat debate about this last week. We had that two argument. Two weeks. Uh, yeah, I think week it, I think it was two weeks ago because I remember last week we were we were trying to keep it short, so we didn't have time. Yes, for that. you <laughs> but are right. Yeah. This oh, week, yeah, because Sleeky was here. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Right. So uh -huh. this this group stage Sorry, rogue three would by Xset. That's really the big story. They lost to G two as well in five games, which is a little bit closer. And you know it's a top team in G two, so to be expected that well, they go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Timeout. Right. Timeout. Stop. Oh, they stop, lose stop, in stop, five stop, games stop. to G two. That's cr no, dude. How much were you guys shitting on G two literally a week ago? And now it's <laughs> yes, like, oh, I understand what I just said. I understand what I just that. said explicitly is contradictory. But my point is, G two is much more established than X set. So for Rogue yes, to lose out to G two is much more expected. <laughs> X set is the big story. Rogue losing out three L to X set. That's the point I was trying to make. This is not. The result I love how quick Hunted was like coming in to just try and hammer you for but that. He just one. wants to shit on my dreams. He just wants to shit on my I dreams just, of Rogue being the number one. All I, right, I just, you know, like he really does. It, it's wild to me how literally two weeks ago, because of two performances, we were saying, "Oh, Rogue is the next fucking dynasty team in North America." There's no way that Rogue I loses still... another goddamn series ever again. I never said that they like. never lose a series. I did claim that they could be a dynasty team, and I still think that they could be. I think that they're they on. I, I, right. I, they're okay, right. okay. I the the argument when they give me consistent results. The the argument we had the then wasn't them over being a dynasty team, just if they were top four. I do I not know, believe this is a dynasty team. If Ryan, I'm, can you? Well, I'm I want trying to, to create it, content for our podcast. Why do you have to ruin it? Shut you up, know, because Come because on. I because it makes me look bad when you say it that way. Because it makes it look as if oh, I didn't know what I was talking takes. about. Yeah, when you guys have bad takes, I, I mean, mean Rogue being a top four right. team. Okay, Let's just talk shitty about performance this. here. <laughs> I will give you that. They still Rogue. They still you didn't help me. The top two on their group, though. They still made the top two on their group, so they still managed that. But losing to J-Pow, Alpha Kep, Hoxer. I don't mean any disrespect to those guys, but Rogue is not a team that should be losing to Alpha Kep, J-Pow, and Hoxer. Yeah. Yeah, oh no. No, absolutely not. Especially Nobody, not a 3-0 sweep. I, I don't think anybody in that group, well, well it's, uh, I mean, I guess. It's the same thing of like, you don't really want to, you don't really want to say like, oh, Oxygen, Charlotte, X set. You know, you don't really want to say like, these are bad teams, but at the same time, you also have to acknowledge like, yeah, they are a step below in terms of caliber from what you expect from these other teams. So it's like, well, no, I mean, well, I mean, think think about it in terms of point rankings. I mean, Rogue is top six. They're on their way yeah. world to this point. I and they're top are they're not even in. They're not even in there, right? They're not even in the conversation as of right no. now. Yeah, no, no so, they're, they're not. And even neither close. is neither is nefarious, and neither really is Ghost. Uh, well, I guess Ghost yeah. is a little bit. closer. I mean, you got you got the they're number closer, four, but still not. Fourteen and Xset. 
in yeah. terms of world rankings. Yeah, no, and, and you're right. I don't. It, Rogue shouldn't be losing yes. to Xset. Rogue shouldn't be losing to Ghost. Rogue shouldn't be losing to Nefarious. And they didn't. They they won two of the three games they should have won. And you know, I didn't get a chance to watch the Xset game. Oh, actually, I don't think anybody did. I think that was an off-stream game. So a lot of off-stream um, games. I didn't like that part. Let's see, let's see. I really wish they would have kept the. Uh, uh, team streams going today as well, because I would have liked yeah, to see. Yeah. I would have liked to see more of these. I was well. No, so I was the upset problem is though, like if it, if if they did that, like for us United, we would stream one game. Like that's that's fair. That's fair. You know, maybe. If but they it's also the like that. It's the same thing. Like one day. It's the same thing though maybe. for you know some teams that. Uh, well, no, everybody would have played two they games yesterday. Two yesterday. Everybody yeah, no, did you're right. I mean, shape. but it, I don't know. Exactly. I just would have liked to have still seen. No, I agree. If like if your I team has two games, better. like you're able to stream, then I would at least like something or, like that. Or what would be really cool, Ryan, is if they went and did if they had these groups of five, but they made everybody play twice, and then you eliminated two teams from each group. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's stop it. Let's stop it with the pedantics. Come on. But well, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> two two birds, one stone, right here. But I, uh, I don't know. Ultimately, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I wish we could watch that series. I know the replays exist. I actually, I actually probably will watch it when I go and do my stat collecting. But um, yeah, just no bad loss for games. <laughs> well, I mean doesn't right. matter right. they win them anyway so well let's talk about what we got coming up here for the knockout gauntlet uh we didn't really touch on that much here but uh as i mentioned earlier phase clan and sonic's gonna be playing off here in match four kcp versus g2 i could see kcp making a playoffs in one series on that I yeah mean, i could i could see that being a really good one uh, energy playing rogue though for the first <laughs> round <laughs> Well, that's it is a, in the top side. It's not an elimination. Like they're, they're in the top yeah, side, but yeah. it still is like, that's not, you know, okay, that's, well, a, that's a tough game. For Rogue, though, I not mean, they're, they're, gonna be tough, they're, yeah. their loser's quarterfinal match is going to be against the winner of uh, Charlotte Phoenix and 72 PC, which that's kind of a shoo-in in my book, but we already saw yeah. a shoo-in match in Xset. They played earlier. Yeah, as long so as well. Xset's not there, I think Rogue's as, okay. As long as, as, long as <laughs> Xset's not there, as long as they don't screw it up. All right. And um, this is this is kind of the question I, mark, right? I so think sorry. if if I can, I would like to say that you know my argument for Rogue being like a top team in the world last time was based on the result they had, you know, three four sweeps against really good teams, and then they got iced out, which is still like a subject of uh, debate for basically nobody actually. But uh, I I think about it a couple of times a day. In any case, uh, Rogue they might be an inconsistent team uh, if that kind of shows here. I mean, with that loss against Xset, that really is a shaken faith for me being a rogue fan it's not easy to admit that but i gotta i gotta admit it sometimes so if they do end up faltering to lower down teams does it, i mean they're just gonna randomly get basically assassinated early on from these tournaments if they don't get their act together i really hope that that's a one-off and not a common theme here well but a lot of teams are at at risk of that i think too i mean yeah. i'm gonna i'm going to play you know i'm gonna i'm gonna use my victim complex a little <laughs> bit right now and say that united historically through the last couple of splits has gotten some really horrible fucking draws with some things some groups some 
Some playoff draws have been really bad. It always seems like when one team, when a top team like SSG or G2 or, or NRG, if they have a bad day, like in the grid or whatever, they have a bad day and they lose games they're not supposed to. It's always, always United who draws them in the playoffs the next day. I don't okay, know why right. that is. And it happens again. It literally, United gets Space Station in the knockout round one. And, like, you yeah, know, pretty, what, if you pretty horrible this, first matchup yeah, for them, honestly. I mean, compared yeah, to literally is... everything else, you got Charlotte Phoenix, 72 BC, yeah. Ghost and Oxygen, PK and Xset. And United gets fucking Space Station. And it's like, I mean... Of I all the teams! He's right, He's yeah. right though. I mean, but, I can't, I can't argue that. Over and over and over to, to United. And it's not on purpose. I'm not going to sit here and say, actually, that's what I should do. Hot take. Psionics wants a United to fail for some reason. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I um, approve. I approve. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it just... As, as somebody who follows the team as closely as I do, I get kind of pissed when I see... Like, of course... We draw Space Station, you know. I mean, United could have changed their fate, right? If they would have won more yeah. games, they wouldn't be playing Space Station. I totally, totally get that. But it's still kind of frustrating that yeah, this yeah. continues to happen. That, that, that's, under, that's understandable. I mean, originally I was going to say, just get good, you know? Like, how are you going to play <laughs> off against top teams in the playoffs? Just get if good, you don't forehead. Get good? But I mean that is you can't argue that that's just that's just bullshit. I mean, I'm sorry, but that is that <laughs> well, is. Well, I mean, bullshit. somebody has to draw them, right? Space Station yeah. sucked in the groups. Well, I so mean, somebody best case, has though, to draw. I mean, it just it hurts case, when it's United, your team. <laughs> right, United exactly. beat Space Station. If United got somebody else, let's say they got uh, Ghost Gaming instead, and they beat Ooh. Ghost Gaming, you know, that's I could see that. They move on. They still have to play off against the loser of Envy in version one. Which, frankly, I don't really see that being a very favorable matchup. Right. You know, to be frank. Yeah. So, I mean, it was going to happen one way or the other where they're going to have to play off against the top team. Might as well start early. Uh, well, but see, now they have to go through two if you look yeah. at However, it. However, like, yeah, if they, they if United take two. down Space Station, they'll yes. have to be going inside next game riding a hell of a high yeah. right so there. So, I think, I think, honestly, it's kind of like it's kind of like a lose-lose, right? You know, if you play against like a, like a worse team, quote-unquote, on round one there and the loser's round one, then sure, it might be easy for you to get through, but you won't necessarily know how good they're playing or if they'll have that strength. Whereas if they beat Space Station, it's like a holy shit, you know, even though yeah. Space Station is clearly playing like garbage, we beat Space Station, right? So <laughs> sure. whoever we're coming up against, you know, it's possible, it's doable, you know, certainly. The dream's alive, that kind of thing. So you can't, well, really, I, I, yeah. you can't really get the I, best of both worlds on that one. I think regardless, it's going to have to be a hell of a day for me United to make it to the weekend right. or to day four or whatever. But... um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I uh, personally, you know, I love it and hate it. Like I want United to play as many of these games as possible just because I want to see how their roster handles it. And I'll mm. actually get to watch this one, thankfully, against <laughs> SSG. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I want to see how DAP fits in when they're playing against the top team because, you know, we didn't get to cast Envy because it was today. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, but, uh, you know, that's yeah. that's the bracket for those of you who are watching. Um, but, you know, we find out uh, the the rest of this happens tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow. So we're going to find out more about the knockout gauntlet and see those results tomorrow. But uh, be sure to tune in and see how that one unfolds. Um, so, you know, a lot of a lot of interesting results, to say the least there. <laughs> 
Um, oh, yeah. But uh, we do have uh, some other news. We did touch on it, of course. Uh, Peeps picked up by FaZe. FaZe officially joining in on Rocket League. And honestly, there was a piece of me that didn't think FaZe would ever join Rocket League just because yeah. they originated as a first-person shooter org, and that's always kind of what they've stuck with. So I didn't really think they'd ever do Rocket League, but I'm pleasantly surprised. I think FaZe follows the money, and I oh, yeah. I would have agreed with you until Team Liquid joined Rocket League, and he picked up a fucking horrible team. But, oh. I mean... Like, yeah. see, I think that Once, almost. Just, see, if I was an org owner and I saw that pickup, I'd have been scared to come in Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I, it, it, like, Liquid was that team that was always like, you know, people were asking, is Liquid ever going to join? You know, like, yep. I, I mean, I remember having conversations with Cloudful, Cloud Fuel years <laughs> ago uh, about, like, you know, because, uh, I mean, he, him, his connections with Twitch knows a lot of works and, and people inside and you know the the big thing with liquid was they were afraid they weren't going to make money and they've always said they, they're interested but they don't see the potential and now that liquid is in i think or other orgs are like okay maybe it's actually worth it to get into rocket league now and i think phase follows the kind of similar thought process that liquid does yeah i agree but i mean what have well, they've only ever done FPS games like you know Counter Strike and of course Call of Duty? Yeah, I don't know if they had a PUBG team. I think they did. Yeah, they but, did. Yeah, I think so. They were but, anything that's yeah, like I mean, first person shooter. Like they're in it. I mean, yeah, relatively speed. I mean, there's a lot of first person shooter games, Ryan. But, but like in terms of like the big esports <laughs> ones, like they're yes. in them. Like PUBG, well, phase, Fortnite, CS:GO. Didn't Phase? get into all however briefly weren't didn't they have a MOBA team like didn't they have a either a Dota a or Dota? a team at one point I think they might have had a Dota team I don't know yeah. I mean it doesn't team? really matter doesn't does it really matter that much what are, you, are, what are you about to say it doesn't seem what doesn't seem I, I, like I don't, I don't something think I've ever for? yeah it doesn't seem like something they would go for but I also just no I've ne I don't think I've ever seen them with a like a MOBA team I, I feel like I, feel I don't know. Like I don't I know that it fits their brand, honestly. I feel like I feel like I have seen that. But I just I don't know that a MOBA fits their you know, brand. At the end of the day, I've, I've never been. Maybe that's why I have a hard time seeing it. I'm still waiting for Evil Geniuses to reenter Rocket League. You know, I still think it was kind of scummy what they did on their exit by saying like, "We don't want to feel the not top level team." But I still like Evil Geniuses as an origin for the most part. <laughs> they have they have presence that is unmatched. So see, I have that old that old EG rivalry from the StarCraft two days. I say fuck them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me tell you though, I'm still I'm still on the train that the EG rebrand was the worst one in history. Yeah, like well, their old logo had all the power and presence. Now they changed it. But uh, still talking on phase though, uh, we do have to mention a little bit of well, stuff that happened here on Twitter just today actually. Immediately. This. Yeah, pretty pretty much immediately. So uh, Peeps actually announced before the phase drop that they were planning to release merchandise for the peeps. You know, great. And then when they announced it, uh, there was a little bit of drama in that they released merchandise that was intellectual property of J-Ski. And apparently the org did not know this, and they immediately tried to make amends, so I will give them credit for that. But still, that there was a clear miscommunication between the players and the org on yeah. that front. From what we know, I mean, based on FaZe's reputation, what people have said about it, it's not necessarily impossible that they decided just to go forward with it and just hope that JSK didn't say anything. I don't think that's what they did personally, 
But still, for the players not to mention that, I mean, Jayski is a longstanding community member. He's respected by a lot of people. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I know we're all on that boat, right? He is, he's been massive uh, for the community. And I find that a little bit odd. You know, I, I feel that that's a little bit of an interesting detail to miss out on. Yeah. If well, you're planning to do a merch drop. If, if Jayski has an issue with it, too, uh, that makes you kind of sit there and be like, so did they never pay for the logo from him? Was that just like a goodwill thing that, that he he like kind of lent them and then they just never paid him across the entire time that they've had that logo? Like that's kind of that's kind of terrible looking. They've won yeah, they've I won think, a lot of money and they still didn't pay him for that. Like yeah, we actually we actually had this discussion a little bit prior to the podcast. So let's just reiterate: is that basically Jay Ski? He wanted to get his work out there. The peeps didn't really have a formal logo, so he was like, "Here, here you go. It was great. You know that peeps logo is." Phenomenal. Hence why yeah. FaZe initially planned to use it for their merchandise. Uh, as I said, they took it down. That's not a thing anymore. They're probably going to either yeah, work something out with immediately, Jayski, or they're going to, to produce their own uh, merchandising. And, uh, just, I, don't, I hate to interrupt you, but just the one thing that works in FaZe's favor of why I think they didn't actually know, and I, I think they don't deserve a ton of blame here, is because the peeps have yeah, used I, this logo for how long? Like, yes, it's yes. yeah. That's why. I, that's I mean, why I was saying. The org, yeah, maybe you should. Maybe it's it's smart business practice to maybe check. But, like, I don't think you think about that. Yeah, you well, know, like, they've been using well, that logo forever. So you assume that they've got, that they own the logo at this point. But it's like the fact yeah. that Ski had an True. issue with it tells you that they probably never paid for that logo, which means they don't own the rights to it. And so it's like, I, I'm not blaming FaZe for it. I'm blaming the players on the peeps of, like, you guys have won so much yeah. money. Why didn't you ever buy the logo? Why didn't you just not buy the logo from Jayski at that point? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean I'm kind of, I kind of want to go both ways in this because I feel like for Phase, when you're, especially if you're doing your merchandising, you want to have your bases covered, and a True. smart business, I feel, would have probably tried to do that. So I'm uh, putting a little bit of blame on Phase and a little bit of blame on the players because That's they fair. knew, you know, however long ago that they got that logo. Sure, you know, Jayski made it for them for free, you know, free of charge, and this is still like a bit of an oversight, I think, on both ends. Right, so I feel that to, you know I kind I'm kind of saying the players are still young. I will grant them that, and I actually have something of my own to say in that uh, category. But they're still young, um, so it's kind of you know a little bit of leeway. But on the business end for Phase, you know they've been working out this merchandise drop clearly for a while now because the peeps tweeted it prior to the org announcement, and I yeah. feel that there there is some blame to be had on both sides here, and that should never have happened in the first place. I, I mean, I guess Kendo, the only uh, real the, quick. Kendo, Kendo did have something to mention in chat that is somewhat fair to mention. Intellectual property and rights are sold exclusively to the purchasees unless otherwise stated. It is fine if the peeps want to use it for their own merch, but further rights would have to be purchased for an org to utilize it. So they sure. may have actually bought the logo, but Jayski probably only gave it to the peeps. He didn't give it to FaZe. Yes. So that could have been where the issue was. Yeah, uh, I mean, but... I I think, th but that's weird though, because think about it. I mean, I agree with Kendo, but at the same time, it's an asset 
like if we really want to get into, I mean, this was like literally part of my job for a long time. <laughs> so if it, it, it's it's an asset that a company then owns, like you might you might commission a designer to make you a logo, but now your company owns that once you have contractually agreed to it. There's paperwork that backs up the the sale, like from that designer from that firm whoever makes you the logo it is now yours to do with as you please there might be stipulations like you're not allowed to do xyz to it because it reflects on the design company right yeah. like you're not allowed to change something yeah like they added uh, the phase logo into the peeps logo so that could have right. been part of the issue that could have been it yeah. but um when it comes down to it like businesses get bought and sold all the time and typically that uh, the ip if you will of the business goes to the acquiring company so yeah. when a merger happens you know you might have a logo you know think of whoever like exxon and shell if they merge shell buys exxon they can then use exxon's whatever it is yeah, right. logos designs right. whatever as their own in their own way i mean i think of course the merger is going to talk about that because you know exxon wants yeah. to uh keep its fucking image the way that it is but yeah. it, it ultimately like yes i agree with kendo but at the same time no i don't agree with kendo like it's weird how ip goes so i don't think they ever bought it from jay ski straight up i think he made it for them yeah but the only the only thing is was it a gift did jay ski say well i am giving this to you don't worry about payment this is yours to have and then the peeps transfer that to phase and now Jay Ski's saying, well, hold on. I didn't know you were going to give it to FaZe, and they were going to print money with it. Like, I think that could be also a thing. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. And Jay Ski obviously, you know, deleted his tweet. I don't think he cares that much anymore. It sounds like they're resolving it, but. At the end know. of the right. day, Oops. the only reason I, the only reason, like, some people may be like, well, why aren't you faulting Jay if it seems like he gave it? The only reason I wouldn't fault Jay in this instance is because he is a professional. Like, he does this stuff for a living. So I imagine that he's got his bases covered on this in terms of when sure. he's giving it away and stuff. If he has an issue with it, it means that there probably was something else going on here that was like, okay, well, that's not, that's not what this was for. Like, you can't use it for that. Like... The peeps weren't making money off of that logo. Then if they put it on merch like that, they were probably making money off the logo, which is then an issue. Yeah. Well, I, I it's a bunch of legalese. We don't really know. Well, I do want to add on as well. I mean, we saw this in the past with the peeps. It felt like they want to keep their IP with the Pittsburgh Knights. We saw the Peepsburg shirts being sold. I have one of those. Uh, so it does make me question as to whether or not perhaps the peeps keeping their you know, their own IP, like their own team brand, kind of intact as they go into the org, right? So they could just be FaZe Clan, right? They could easily just say, like, we just want to be FaZe. But they also kind of clearly, with their merchandise that they chose to use, wanted to retain their personality, so to speak, their, ID, their team right. identity as yeah. the peeps, right? You know, we are FaZe the peeps. Right? FaZe peep. <laughs> what is was there like uh, things then, like <laughs> oh, no. right. but I, I mean this does this does kind of lead into something else that i do want to talk about i'm going to make this the first and only time that i really publicly address the fact that uh peeps they opted to go a different way with their grid broadcast nothing wrong with that but we did get a little bit of the short end of the stick on that one you know show up seven i uh, along with bartain and fbi tugboat he also did a little bit of work uh bart also helped with the broadcast a ton uh, shout outs to all those guys, but we did end up doing the broadcast for free with them for a little bit. 
And there were there were some talks of trying to get payment. They ended up declining, and we willingly worked for free for a while. But when it came time to switch broadcasters, you know, we were anticipating that when Phase uh, picked them up, we we assumed that Phase was going to pick them up. I mean, when they got picked up by Phase, I don't think anybody anybody was really that surprised. But they ended up going a different way with their broadcast. Everything it was in their rights to do so, and it's really on us for you know doing it for free, not really establishing, so to speak. But it's still kind of, um, and this is why I want to say I gave them a little bit of leeway. They're they're still mostly kids. They don't really know much about the professional world. But we didn't really get any loyalty bonuses, so to speak. It was complete cut off. I didn't even ever hear from the peeps themselves. They told us we did a great job on the broadcast. You know, we, we got some feedback directly from them, but they refused to pay because they didn't think it benefited them that much. So it was a little bit, uh, for us, from our point of view, it's not the first, you know, kind of scummy thing that yeah. the peeps have allegedly done. And again, I think with this whole graphics thing, I don't necessarily think that's scummy. And at this at the same juncture, the thing that, that happened to us with not being on the grid broadcast or their regional broadcast isn't necessarily scummy either. They were within their rights to do it, but it's still kind of like a, you know, going forward, guys, if you get this message, please try to handle these things more professionally in the future because it yeah. kind of sucks for us uh, from the outside in, you know, so... I'm just, I just yeah. want to put that out there and kind of address that a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially considering the industry that we're in, it's certainly not an easy one to... Uh, Find work. Well, yeah. I mean, not just that, but I mean, just literally to survive in. I mean, there, you know, I, I've talked to many a caster and sometimes you have to have a, the tough conversation with people to, you know, let them know that what they're doing isn't right. And uh, I mean, it's it's... The whole the whole of the community is in a very weird spot, I think, in Rocket League. But as a caster in general, I mean, esports is such a tough industry to do literally anything in and do it for a long time consistently. And uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you know I feel bad for you guys that you you know the, uh, just kind of got shafted like that. Like, well, it's not happen. it's not necessarily. You know, like, I don't think you can take this one and and necessarily run with, like, oh, the peeps fucked us over. Like, right. you know, no, they should be held responsible. That's but, not that's not what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think I at, at no, the I'm end of the day, that. for any peeps fans out there, you know, I've, I've said it on, on, like, the subreddit in, like, a comment. Somebody was out there saying, like, they enjoyed the production that we put on for them. And I we still love the community that we managed to build while we were there. But we do encourage you to support Malicus and Bella as they take over on the broadcast. You know, they will find their niche eventually. All right. So yeah. that's what the peeps wanted. They parted ways with us. I'm just saying, you know, I wish that things had been a little bit more professionally handled with that situation. Sure. Just at the end of the day, you know, if you ever if you ever have casters around just, you know, one caster or group of casters saying this, generally speaking, you're ever gonna bring on a caster like try to pay them even if it's only five bucks or something just giving some form of compensation is always better than nothing because it is there's a lot of people who try to get free work out of us and it kind of sucks sometimes and uh there's, there's a lot of people well there's a lot of people who expect free work and there's a lot of people who also expect you to just at the drop of a hat be able to do stuff and then if you can't for cheap it, yeah, and I this you know I've debated uh, bringing this up as something you know potentially to make somewhat of an entire episode about. I don't know how many people will listen to us, but uh, you know the 
the number of people out there and you know it's not really a fault of, of, of theirs I think it's just ignorance but uh, there is a whole lot of people who don't realize the amount of work the amount of talent that people have to have the amount of effort energy time thought everything that goes into doing what we do and there are definitely some people who you can make claims do more you know do more than others but like i feel like it is criminally at least in our scene right now i feel like there is a, a there is a large gap in where our current value is as, as seen by organizations or community or whatever as to where it actually is like i think yeah. there's a big gap as far as pay goes as far as um you know recognition for a couple of things go from you know different sources and it's uh it's something i've considered talking about because it's important to me and and you know not just to myself but to the community as a whole yeah um and you know this is only kind of the tip of the iceberg yes squid you know, I again, I I do feel bad. I really wish they would just reach out and say, "Look, man, we're sorry about the whole situation. Here's, you know, would you accept however much money they yeah. they're willing to whoa. give out?" But oh, okay, all right. I, I mean, we're, we're still talking like payment terms. I mean, sure, no, but this is this is kind of the hill that you're you're going for, and I do agree with you on these points. But I I I still just want to make it make it clear because I I know this. You know, I don't want to sound like no, this is that. their fault on all that. Right, you know, this is a this is a gamble that we took, but I still. Well, it, it's it. it's also just like it's like, and I understand it's a gamble you took. It also is just it. There is a sense of like it's unfair though that you guys did put in so much work and stuff for them, to right. then just we, not we even didn't... to not even feel like there was really a consideration of even bringing y'all along into the fold with Phase to be their caster. So right. like that's. That's yes. more what makes this feel unfair. Is it's just you should you should still, even if you real even if in your mind you know like we're not bringing these casters along with us. We already have other plans that we've spoken to with Phase. At least we give, didn't we didn't get pro any communication. Project the image at least like you are making an effort somewhere along the line. Like just you know. From our side, it feels a whole lot better when it feels like there's at least a smidgen of effort being made because there are plenty of times where effort, zero effort is made. So it's like, it's just, it's the rough life of being a caster. Right. And I'm, I'm actually quite grateful, though, that Shulp and Seb both did find their birth over at Xset. So shout outs to those guys. You know, they, they made it happen. But I, I agree with Ryan. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like if we could get some communication, you know, just. You know, we're here basically for casters' rights. All right, you know, treat treat us right. You know, we want to we want to help you. We want casters to put on a good show for you. Union. But no, if if people if people just randomly drop us at the dime of the hat, you know, or the, the drop of a hat on a dime, yeah, there you go. Words. But if you drop us, uh, if you drop us just like that without any feedback or prior information of like, hey, we're planning to, it's you know, I you get situations like me. It's like I don't want to sound ungrateful for the opportunity that I got, but at the same time, I I want to make it heard. You know that this is a little bit of I feel kind well, kind of injustice. Ultimately, again, just the industry that we're in as talent in esports is already one that is very very difficult to do anything and ever. Like it is, right. it is such a competitive 
stupid industry. Things are so backwards sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it, seriously, it, things. I, I'm at, laughing because at, it's just. I'm laughing more just well, like that's true. It's very true, and it's sad uh, that it's, it's true. I mean, it's we 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 have so far to go to be a legitimate well-run industry inside esports and there's always going to be more people than there are positions you have to realize that if you're a caster however with anything uh, well right but but however in rocket league specifically you know we as a community group of casters and i mean the, the four of us and and people outside of us kendo in chat i mean people who work CCA rival, but also the, the newer casters who are working the smaller community events, just trying to find anything that they can do to get their brand and their name out there. It's already super, super, super difficult to do anything of value in Rocket League because of the way Psionics has things structured. It's just yep. how it is. There's, it, it, it's, it is what it is. And when you've got people who are coming to you and saying, look, we've got you know, we've got this tournament that we're looking to run. We've got these broadcasts we want to do. We like your work. Can you come on and do this for us? Oh, wait, but we don't have any money to pay you. It it irks you after, yeah. I, I mean, for me, I've been doing this in just in Rocket League. I've been casting since I was a teenager. I'm 26 years old right now. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been casting in Rocket League for two and a half years. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's no respect there. I mean, maybe you don't know that, but you should at least have an inkling of like, you know, if you want to hire me, you know, I, I, I respect you for going and looking at my previous work. At least I have a Liquipedia page for fuck's sake. Like if yeah. you want to see what I've done throughout my career and who I've worked for and what I've done, just go there and look that up and then come to me and don't say, look, man, we want you to do this for free. We can't pay you. Because the only it, time I'm okay it, with that is if it's a charity stream. Of like course, we did yes, for Akron. I agree with that. Right. No, a charity, you know, even, uh, okay, I'm going to drop that there. I agree with you. Charity, <laughs> yes. But outside of that, it's, it's, it's almost kind of a slap in the face when somebody approaches you and says, uh, we don't have money, or they want to pay you so little, or, or, or they want such a large amount of work, such a great volume of work. <laughs> Eight-hour broadcast, no stopping. Yeah, and and it's you know i've been asked that before i just I know, <laughs> dude we've worked them before like it's yeah. happened we've all been there. so it's i mean we all know how that feeling is and i just want to say the value that we are currently valued in my opinion and i, I don't care if i get shit for this from the community or whatever we are being criminally underpaid for our amount of work compared to the rest of the industry compared to other talent in other fields doing other things um and just talking to other people uh, rocket league for some reason they seem to be the, the orgs seem to think they can get away with paying us nothing and um it's frustrating i mean really because i i when somebody asks me what my day rate is i'm often finding myself undervaluing myself because i don't want to lose yes. another opportunity but yes. at the same time i still feel like shit for some of the higher prices like people like i will quote somebody and they're like oh, okay well that's a little too much like do you not think do you not realize like if you want quality talent you have to pay money for it yeah like it's it is what it is and yes i, I just I'm, I'm i need to leave it here because i'm gonna go on forever and ever we'll, we'll have another episode where we discuss casting let, let me give more. you let me give you an example on this though i just want to say this one thing because right now 
what Hunted is saying is essentially right now, if you are an RLCS caster, chances are you could probably live off of that at least at a baseline level. You might have oh, a yeah. job on the side, but you could probably live on that. For us, who are, you know, Sleeky, uh, me, Hunted, Ryan, we can't. We cannot do that. By Full chan job, baby. Yeah, we, we absolutely cannot do casting as a living. Even, no matter how much we want to put into this. Like, no matter how much work we want to put in this, no matter how much work we do put into this, well, we cannot do that. And right ex exotic with the exact point. I just want to say this before we move on to the next thing. Uh, it's a catch-22. Either you undervalue yourself and get less than what you deserve, or you price yourself appropriately and get skipped over for someone cheaper. That, at the end of the day, that's the big issue with it all. But we're gonna leave yeah, it there. We we will have a we'll do an episode one day where we just talk about caster life. You know what? Some of the stuff we have to do behind the scenes, prepare for it. You know, stories from when we were casting, uh, things like that. <laughs> um, I think I think that'll be a fun episode to do in and of itself. Uh, fun fact before we move on: the one thing me and Hunted always make fun of for Squid is right before we went live once he said, "You guys want to play Battlefield?" and it almost got caught on stream. We got like the last end of that. <laughs> the last end. It, it was me saying it was like Tull Field. Yep. Yeah. And I, from that forever more, I am the guy who wanted to play Battlefield. So anytime Squid's in the That's booth me. now, me and Hunted make fun of him for that. <laughs> but moving on to our next bit of information. Rizzo is going to be done uh, playing professional Rocket League after this split. Uh, he announced that this will be his final split playing as a professional Rocket League player. He's going to move over to full-time content creation, which, you know, that, that makes sense for him. Like, that's his kind of big thing. So I'm just going to read out his uh, long-ish tweet um, just so we have that context. Uh, so this is G2 Rizzo. Quote, a lot of people were wondering about the G2 RL team at the end of last split with a few rumors here and there. And just want to point out that after winter split, I did try to step down from professional play and do full-time content. Due to complications with finding a player, we as a team decided it'd be best if I stuck around for the remainder of the season. With that said, we are willing to try other options and experiment this split. For the regional this weekend, I will be playing for the entirety of the event. And after that, we will be using our sub Dries to fill in for the grid and let him shine. I want to thank everybody who supported me for the rest of the team, the entirety of our time together. It means a lot to me that we've had all this had all this continued support for so long, and I have so much love for you guys and for the G2 squad, end quote. So, yeah, so G2 did try to make that roster swap at the end, uh, so it looks like those rumors of AJ being who they tried to scout might have been true. Um, that fell through, and so they just kind of stuck it out, and so now they're going to make changes after this split, and they, they get a longer break because they have then they have the break between rlcs x and then rlcs 11 so it makes sense yeah well I, I mean i for one am happy that he can kind of round out a long career like this i wish he had a world title to be honest you know rizzo he's one of the long-standing members of the rocky league community that was here since day one so it's a little bit disappointing to see him go without actually winning out worlds i mean he's been there yeah. he's been in the grand final before you know i i uh was thinking about this and actually i was talking about it with uh, some of the rlc guys and uh, that was one of the things that, you know, we were we were discussing Rizzo retiring and, and somebody brought up the point, like, you know, what else does he have to do? And, um, you know, Worlds is one of those things. You know, he hasn't hasn't had a Worlds title. But uh, I also think it's kind of disappointing how 
crazy short a lot of careers are in esports in general. There are some there are some players who will play for many, 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 many years, and that's great. Um, but it seems like Rocket League in specific, uh, even with all of the potential that the game has, it seems um, careers seem to end quickly, right? Like players will play for a few years, and when you compare that to some of the top players, you know, like Rizzo has been on a top team for, you know, three or four years now. I, I mean, that's, you know, you compare that to sports, right? And those are kind of like the entry-level years for a player. Like you expect, yeah. um, especially in hockey or something like that, you expect a guy who can perform at that level to play for 10 years. And um, it's kind of disappointing that, that that's been happening. And I know that uh, it, it's going to continue and, you know, there's a lot that needs to be done to change that. And, of course, Rocket League, I think we've all kind of seen it's kind of a, a young man's game. But um, I don't know. I, I wonder if there will if we will ever come to a point where, you know, the, mechanic le- the mechanics level kind of levels out enough to where as you age, you can continue to play in Rocket League at the highest level. And we can see, you know, 10-plus year careers from people. Yeah, I think I think the hardest thing, at least for Rocket League, because uh, you were kind of mentioning that one more in specific, is because you know some of these other games have been out so long that you know they've kind of they've been out long enough that you know they've sort of found where the pro level is and it's more plateaued kind of to where it's like you know it's a little bit easier to once you hit that kind of maintain it with Rocket League. It's just. It still is amazing how much different even this season feels from, you know, two seasons ago. It's just crazy how much growth, uh, how high the ceiling still has to go. And I think that that's one of the most interesting things about Rocket League. And also one of the things that harms it the most for if you ever want to become a pro is just the skill ceiling just being so obnoxiously high at times, it feels like. And... uh, I mean, for Rizzo, the good thing for him is he has established himself as this huge content creator. He draws 2,000-plus viewers per stream when he goes live on Twitch. So, like, he's going to be fine at the end of the day. And it's just more unfortunate when you look at some of these other players who, like, they still really were amazing players, but they just didn't have enough to still hang at that highest level. Because once you get to the highest level, it feels like you have to put in such insane hours to remain competitive. Well, I mean, no, we, I we have examples of that already. I mean, Pashky90, Remco are the two big ones that I can think of. It's like, uh, you know, they simply could not hang with the curve, right? Yeah. You know, it, it got away from them super fast. And I mean, even when Pashy he retired, he came back into the game. Uh, he tried to qualify for rival series with a team that was like, oh, yeah, you know, they should make it. And they got destroyed. <laughs> they could do some damage. <laughs> I mean, it rem- you know, that story, I, I was looking at it because we were talking about him a couple of weeks ago, but Gambit's kind of the same way, if you remember Gambit from yeah. way back yeah. in the day. But I think you have to put current pros into two categories. You have pros like Cronovi, like uh, Pashi, like uh, Cuxier, uh, that were the old guard that are truly old guard, like from the original game. Yeah. Sorry. And when the game first came out and everybody's just kind of scrambling to get good at the game. So it makes sense for those players to fall off because you have to make the argument that as more people get involved, there are going to be more naturally talented people Mm -hmm. joining the game. So if I think now, if you look at players like Justin, who is kind of like the, the poster boy for that kind of, new blood injected into the game 
uh, and, and the level they achieve, I think then you have to kind of look at what they do with their careers. Yeah. So Rizzo is still old guard, in my opinion, right? He was around. That's true. I mean, you mentioned it. So maybe we, you know, maybe my point is premature and maybe these players play forever. Who knows? But um, it does kind of suck. And, and it's funny because I come, you know, my first ever real love of esports was StarCraft. And um, you have players. I, I mean, I still think StarCraft is one of, if not the hardest esport ever to yeah. ever be a professional player in. And, you know, you have players like Flash from the old Broodward days who, I, I mean, he won his first tournament, I think, in 2008. 2007 he took a while off because he had military service but uh, after that i mean it's 2021 and he is winning brood war tournaments now he's 28 years old and he's playing in one of the most difficult to play in esports and continues to to succeed and uh, it's just it's i wonder if it's less about the skill that's involved and it's more about you know rizzo making money streaming probably a little bit better than playing it's probably a lot less stressful. Oh, and I, I I just I, I wonder if the incentive is not there right now in esports to continue your career as a player. And and I mean we're in a different time. Like I mean we're in a different space, right? Football players don't have they you know they don't have that outlet of like streaming every day, right? They play football and make a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, they don't stream themselves playing football and make money on the side. So I don't know. It's I, I think it's weird. I, just, I, would, I hope we see long careers. That's the all. advice, well, I mean, I would, the advice it. currently I would give to a lot of esports pros though is, while you are still at this higher level, definitely try to monetize your time and turn start yes. something up on the side with broadcasting and streaming because you can definitely turn that into a career if you decide right. to leave. Everything. Oh, absolutely. And I think this this is like something that every esports involved person should do. I mean, eventually you're going to get up to the point of like Shroud. You know, he gets, I don't even know how much freaking money from broadcasting, you know, his gameplay. And all he has to do is go on there, uh, be good at the game. He's developed a personality. I think Shroud is one of the better streamers out there. But for yeah. just Squishy, I mean, he goes on his stream, he could just not even talk at all. Oh yeah, and just like play lo-fi music. He no could have audio, a no. no he could have audio. a no mic stream, and he'd still get three K viewers. <laughs> he does. I'm pretty sure there are people out there who do no mics, no mic, no face cam, no game audio. It's just lo-fi <laughs> and them playing Rocket League, and they freaking rake it in, right? Okay, I think that's man. what Rizzo wants. And, and I mean, speaking it's on you know the the new blood that Hunted mentioned, I think that Rocket League, especially, is a game where experience doesn't really net you as much. As it is, as it's worth in like other games like CS:GO, where it's much more of a mind game. StarCraft also, uh, in that same vein, I could argue, is more of a mind game. You know, with the micromanaging, with the counter strategies and all that stuff. I mean, Rocket League is more of like uh, if you hit the buttons well, well, and that's you're the going thing to is, be a god. At some point, you wonder: Are we going to hit a point where it's like mechanically, there's no really point beyond this? Like you're just like as proficient as you'll become. Yes. And then Rocket League starts developing from this mechanical game into more of the mind game of like, okay, now because we're all so confident in our mechanics and we know what we're going to be able to do, let's go for this play. You know, you kind of wonder it's, at what point do we maybe will. hit that. And I, I think eventually it'll become that. I think we're still ways off from that because everybody in the scene has to be at that level, I think, for it to develop to that. But I mean, well, again, in, the ceiling is. I mean, ridiculous. we even see. 
we even see the smart players like Rizzo, for instance. You know, he was yeah. never huge on the mechanics. He was he was one of the smart players. But we even see the smart players start to delve into those mechanics more and more, right? So yeah. I mean, even even for me as a as a somewhat casual player, I have competed, you know, a couple of times here and there. Never on a never at the top level. Uh, but e even for me, you know, being a smart player, I have tons of experience in the game. You know, my analytical brain, I like to think is pretty good. And I've received, <laughs> you know, feedback from other people who, who are like, yeah, I think that's pretty smart. You know, the way that I play the game or the way that I want to play the game is pretty smart. But my lack of mechanical ability is what really keeps me down, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think that just find it nuts, man, that we have like 19-year-old kids who are saying, oh, I'm done with Rocket League esports. I just right. can't do right. it. We're going to get Scrub Killer retiring here. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I think part of it is also, like, Psyonix lets 15-year-olds compete in the top level. And, you know, you start young and you're going to end young, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's ultimately kind of how it goes. But at the same time, um, I just – I don't think the pay is good enough. Like, I don't think it works pay well enough to – fill salaries to unless you happen player. to get into one of the top orgs you ain't getting that kind of money but even then i mean like just comparatively and i, I trust me i get it esports does not make nearly the amount of money that the nfl makes that the nhl makes whatever but like you look at a young gun who even if he's a middling player or, or a player i'm just going to use the nhl because i know it the most <laughs> but you you have a you know a, a 30 goal scorer for your team he's a very good player you want him on your team but he's not alex ovechkin right he's not scoring 50 goals a season he's you're still paying him like five million dollars a year true and you know these players squishy justin whoever anybody the entire BDS team doesn't even approach that at all. And yeah. they're winning champion after championship after championship, and they make True. their money through psionics, prize pools, but, like, the incentive is not there. I guarantee you BDS, well, I don't know how much they're paying them. I would be surprised if the team as a whole is even reaching $500,000 a year. I would oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Uh, last I checked... Or last time I had like kind of looked into it, it was something like the highest paid players make something like eight to fifteen k a month. So what? What's fifteen? Fifteen times twelve? It's one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Okay, I mean, fair enough. So, but but I mean, still, like that doesn't even come close. Like entry level oh, yeah, yeah. contract guys are more than that in in the nhl yeah. right or, or or it's roughly a hundred thousand dollars you're making six figures just being a a, a taxi squad player playing in yeah. the minor league making six figures and that's not even we're not even anywhere close to that i i think csgo orgs are actually starting to pay quite well and i know league of legends has for a while league and owl and cod all pay like they're actually all salaried and should and like I feel like Dota 2 is probably the same thing, considering that TI has a cumulative prize pool over yeah. 20 million. So, yeah, but those those the tier one esports are all uh, those players are all salaried at this point because it's just because they're playing at such a stupidly high level and they're playing in a, such a big game. And Rocket League's getting to that point. I think I think eventually we're going to see Rocket League get to that point where you know you start seeing players get salaried and everything, but. Um, well. Maybe maybe we see uh, full franchises and stuff. I maybe. don't know. I don't know where, where where we'll go. I I just the money's got to be there. I think if you're gonna let if you're gonna oh, have yeah. people make 
careers out of their yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Uh, Otherwise, so, it's all about branding. I mean, we are, we already touched on that. It's all about branding. You know, yeah, you can't it, it do this is. forever. Um, but yep. So as as far off track as we kind of got there, G two Rizzo, he's done after this season. He's gonna move on to content creation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, man, he's, we can he's just talk, creator. man. <laughs> Kendo actually said in the chat earlier on, he Rizzo is a pretty good personality. Yeah, he, he I, I, like, I like Rizzo. I do. He really is. And, you know, uh, excited to see where his content creation leads him. You know, uh, curious to see if he's going to continue down the path of, you know, doing Rocket League content creation or if he's going to try and branch out in other things. I know he also streamed, like, Rust and stuff there uh, with the offline TV server. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, but moving on that Rizzo is retiring before we see fully LAN environments for True. Rocket League esports. Yeah. Because you talk about content creation, and I think you look at, at things like League, who everything's in-house at Riot, right? So, you know, they how much content they're able to pump out of their players and teams. And Rizzo, I mean, you guys make a good point. He's a very good personality. I think he could be one of those lead personalities of players in Rocket yeah. League if he's stuck around, but unfortunately. You know. Always going to be a character. But moving on, uh, we're going to dive into... We're, this is a long episode. Uh, but we're going to talk <laughs> about the uh, European uh, Spring Regional 1, discuss how that one played out. It finished out last weekend. We talked about the group stage on the last episode, and then this happened immediately following our episode. So... Uh, Knockout gauntlet, uh, you know, I mean, definitely this is an interesting one. I was a little surprised to see top blokes go out early. I kind of ho I hope they were going to make the final day and they didn't. Uh, but Godsmilla's team, that one was impressive. I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> uh, what's, what's more to say about it, honestly? I'd be surprised that another random team does, you know, well in Europe. I think what's what's a little <laughs> bit more surprising to me is uh, the performance from the White Demons. That was yeah. rather impressive, if you ask me. I, I mean, they took even, down. We even mentioned them in the in our episode before that. Like, what happens right. if the White Demons win two in a row in the knockout stage? That's yep. exactly what happened. They take down Galaxy Racer. <laughs> they take down Top Lokes, which I'm going to match Ryan's sentiment. That was a little bit surprising, but you know these things do happen. Uh, Vitality, though, and BDS, the two teams at the top. Wow. Shocker! Shocking. Big shocker! Really, really, it truly is. I mean, Vitality, they're really only competing with Giants at this point to try. And I think somebody actually posted on the Reddit recently that they are on the cusp of securing themselves a world sponsor. EU, about to be a very uh, <laughs> narrow <lackluster> field. <laughs> can, yeah. we talk, can we talk about what the actual fuck happened to Dignitas? Like, everybody was like, so high on Dignitas coming into the major. They played oh, no. all right, and then they just bombed the hell out of this regional. Like, what is happening? I can't trust anybody. I can't trust anyone in Europe. I can't trust anything besides BDS. Hey, winning honestly, honestly, I think at this point, even, even the Europeans don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> because they're... It's crazy. It's literally just Team BDS... Renault Vitality, and then just everybody else. <laughs> like, it's nuts. Rick's, both Rick's and Top Looks beat Dignitas in that group stage, <laughs> and then they lost to Endpoint in the first round of the Endpoint and, a I just, and uh, Aether. Ugh. 
I don't get it, man. I don't understand. Dude, this is why Europe has always been this way, though. I mean, that's the problem. Is like, you know, we just stopped following Europe. Yeah, Europe. The at, yeah. The fact. At one we point, like, oh, wow, Europe just always like, wow. have like a top team, and then everybody we else. Just, yeah, change the <laughs> podcast to talk at league NA and sometimes Sam and OCE. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> other forget, regions. We You're forget right, though, EU ex exists. EU, it's like, all right. I mean, Riot said it best. It's like we got Team BDS, we got Team Vitality. Those are at the top, and then everybody else is just a lottery of like who's gonna be good. <laughs> I mean, it used to be Team Liquid. Well, it used to be well, what was, was the used to be Guild? Meme. Used to be Giants? Who the fuck is in no, the top? No, what was, now? There was, was the meme was that for three games. what was it though? Bruh, the the I meme don't... that like showed up on the subreddit and it like shows uh the like placeholders like at the end of a championship and it shows like a guy holding the medal at the top of the podium it says team bds <laughs> the guy in second place is vitality and then the third guy's just like <laughs> a dude blasting champagne into his whoever face it's like whoever, whoever decides to up. pop off that day <laughs> it's the truth nobody ever knows who's going to perform in europe like it's so absurd <laughs> always a toss-up well, that means uh, definitely Dignitas top four. I'm I'm surprised you guys haven't made a, the argument that Dignitas will be a dynasty team in Europe. Uh, I don't know enough to say anything. Europe. I can't say and anything. Then yell at, and then yell at me for saying I need more consistency out of them. How dare you doubt <laughs> Team Singularity? <laughs> I'm surprised. Okay. Yeah, well, the difference, the difference, the difference is that they have scrub. Good results. The, the difference is that Rogue had had I'm constantly good results in regionals. All right, calm down. <laughs> I'm just, that's, I'm really, I'm throwing, I'm, major, I'm trying to point like, out how stupid it would be for me to try and form an opinion over Europe. <laughs> because that's, that's what he's my right. small brain would he's, do is I'd be like, right, scrub. <laughs> and you look at the results and knock out first round. Yeah, just mean, like actually, Dignitas. I mean, let's, let's talk about that, though, because Scrub, you know, he was at one point in time the rookie to pick up. Like, he was the Justin of EU. And now he is just completely flopped out. I mean, Scrub had such a promising career. He was the rookie that everybody was talking about before he was a rookie because he wasn't old enough to compete in the RLCS. Yeah. And now he's completely flubbed out by this point. Like, I, well, not completely, I, obviously, but, I mean, he's never really stood a chance, it seems. Well, I think his controversies uh, didn't help. Yeah, I would say Scrub like, has I, probably had way more controversies than your average player. Remind me, remind me what we're talking about. I mean, which controversies? <laughs> I mean, he's got, he's got a couple in, in the history. Well, that's what I'm saying. All yeah. of them. Like, any of them. I can't, I can't remember, like, are there like, any specific okay, but, so, but, like, uh, no, it's just, like, who... I remember... No, I mean, let's, for real. The one I remember, I think it was the most recent one, is when he, like, some uh, either him or what's his name, Tho, was tilted during a game, so they weren't coming. So he went to Lawler's voice channel. Lawler's yes, what yes, I remember. Why I remember that, that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Scrub, I don't but know what the hell he's thinking. But it's now. also like one of many he's had, and he's he's right. a young player, and I still think he could probably you know, fit in well somewhere if, like, I, I just worry that maybe he's uh, he's he's blacklisted himself from some of the top teams. They don't want to play with him because of all this bullshit. Maybe. I, I still feel like, though, if you're a good enough player, people are going to play with you no matter what, you know? And I think that's probably true for a hell of a lot of players because guess what? Uh... Everybody in the Rocket League scene is a freaking child, and I don't mean that because they literally are. I mean that because some of them have the personality of a child. <laughs> I and mean, they, they kinda, there's a lot of really like young players. 
Like I'm ten years older. I'm saying there are, there are some, your average there are some player. Really That's weird. Players out there. It doesn't matter how toxic you are. You are still going to get top spot. I mean, think of insolences or Chrome. The way that Chrome used to be. He's a lot better now. But the way that yeah. Chrome used to be, like he still played on top teams. He played for Evil Geniuses as a world once, but he True. was toxic as fuck. Like there is no two ways about it. Insolences was the same way. He was a toxic tryhard. But guess what? He still was good at the game, and he still got on top teams as a result. So it doesn't matter. I, I don't think. I just think that scrub might be washed up at this point. Who knows? But they have it. Team BDS, another one under the belt. You know they they deserved that two year and extension no one of their was contracts. surprised. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, let's talk about soul. two years though. After seeing what happened two to Space Station, crazy. two years is a long-ass time, and dude. look at G2. I mean, literally, G2 extended their contracts two years ago, or for two years a year ago, and now Rizzo is retiring. Like, yeah. I, I mean, again, it goes back to our length of career. Like, two years is like 90% of half of these players' careers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's kind of <laughs> nuts. I don't know what they were thinking. When I first saw that, I was like, you're, you're kidding, right? Like, you're capping right now, but it's, no, I guess. it still is like hard to believe when you see those happen. But I am always happy when I see those because it, I believe, it helps push us towards the point it where these players do have longer careers. Um, Maybe so. You know, I'm, Maybe. I'm. It's right now we look at them as if they're insane, but in the future we'll be like, oh, only two years, Team BDS. Why don't you sign them for five? Like, come on, that's a rocket. That's an amazing team. <laughs> You know, so contracts, contract. yeah, team, you know, the funniest thing to me about uh, EU, though, is Renault Vitality is about to is about to lock in second place to go to Worlds from Europe off of getting points for second place only, basically. Like, well, that's I mean, nuts. That's, I think, OK, it's getting points for second place, but it's because they're getting second place for the team that's already locked in as no, first. No, but that's go, what's so funny about it is I mean, literally like the top two teams are just locking in because one locked in already because they just keep winning everything. They're always about to lock it in just because they keep getting second. And it's just about to become yeah. a massive free for all. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just lock, lock in already vitality so the rest of us can just start fighting. All right, so here's here's the real question: Is is it going to be Mark by Eight, Monkey Moon, or Extra, who becomes the most winningest player in Rocket League over top of Turbo Pulsa, just by dominating Europe throughout the entirety of COVID nineteen? Like, who what the hell, knows? bro? This is it's actually kind of insane. Well, none of them have won a world championship, so let's slow down let's here. Slow your roll. Quick and... I'm actually checking checking their winnings, and they're all very close, within three thousand dollars of each other. Well, yeah, because all they've ever won is on TBDS. None of them have won anything prior to this. Yeah, like, they were they nuts. were an RS team. Which, again, let's reiterate a, t a point that we made a while back on the podcast. These these were like RS players back in yeah. season four. All of them were and they in were the getting rival series. destroyed too when they made it to well, RLC. No, when no, they made it to RLCS, their that's first season, they got dominated because wasn't this? Um, oh, their first season. Yes. Yes. What was ah? Uh, what was their name back in the day? Ah. Uh, or no, 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 no. Hang on. They, there were a couple of them. Uh, they weren't. It was a, like, they weren't a it was, team. Oh, Discombobulators. Yeah. That was their name. Yeah. And they just got right, demolished. That prior. That was prior to. They had a roster change though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But team, it's just like team BDS, It's crazy yeah, how much BDS, one roster move can do. February 3, 2020, they acquired ARG and then extra joined in place of Clayx. That's that's what happened. Yeah, so I, I was, still think I was it's right. a meme. I still think like. 
The uh, I don't know how they. It's just a it's just a huge conspiracy. All the European players came together and said, "Let's just make people not understand Rocket League at all, and let a yeah. couple of RL or, or a couple of Rival Series guys dominate for season okay. ten, and we'll get back to normal." Let's after. let's let's think about this. Uh, I, I'm more, I'm looking at the uh, the ratings right now, the ratings, the Liquipedia ratings for these teams. Team BDS a 16 win streak. Sitting at 3,029 rating, Team Vitality 2772, and then it's like very close between Giants, Dignitas, Solari, and Guild in the 2500 range. <laughs> That's just They're ridiculous nuts. to me. That's so insane. I mean, the, the the next highest win streak is Cringe Society in OCE, and then outside of that, it's like three. So well, Cringe Society has eight win streak, BDS with 16, and then next highest is three with NRG. It's funny, though, because it's like when you, go, when you go to most teams, you can do an overview and scroll down, and it'll show you, like, their best achievements in recent yeah. times. <laughs> and you go to theirs, and it's literally just first place. Like, that's in achievements. Yeah. It just shows first place, first place, first place, first place. You go to any other team, and it's going to show you at least, like, one second place like nobody else has that right now like okay all right let, let me let me throw a stat your way overall series win percentage 178 wins 61 losses 74.48 percent win percentage for team bds on their just, series it's just that proves that the, proves that the matchmaking's garbage they're not gonna get any teams you are right there oh, but gosh. seriously that that is fucking insane. Like, there's no yeah. two ways about it. Team BDS with a, almost a 75% win percentage. It's just insane. I don't even know. I'm lost. It's, I'm it's lost crazy. for words. Oh, man. Oh, man. But there you have it. That's EU. Um, we are now going to roll on into our hot take as we get ready to close down the show. Finally, this has been a really long episode. Um, and today's hot take comes from Undead? Undead? Was it you? Yep. It comes. It comes. Wait. Did did we agree? Was it you? Yeah. 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 yeah, We did. What? Ryan, you using your ears, bro? I was. I was confused. Like he. He. He seemed hesitant. So I was like, I. I just couldn't tell. Uh. Yeah. So I'm gonna follow up what I said. The. uh, I think. I guess it was two weeks ago now. Um. With the hot take, and I'm going to say that Phase X peeps are top four in North America now, and uh, I will explain why. Uh, because they're top four in North America. Everybody else kind of sucks. So, um, yeah. I No, but for real, I, I think that uh, for for NA, the, I think the only way that this works, that phase is top four, is because I can't conclusively say who is actually top four. Like, again, it goes back to what, what the point I was making earlier, that, like, Space Station losing to version 1. Is that a surprise? I honestly can't tell you. We haven't seen that matchup in a long time. Like, it feels like of recent, Space Station has kind of fallen off a little bit. G2, we know, has definitely fallen off, you know, the hype train, though they played decently here in the first day of the regionals. I think you can make a case for FaZe, especially now that they're on in their honeymoon phase with their new org. They're going to be playing well. And at the very least, through this split, I think, they will prove themselves to be a top four team uh, in NA. And, you know, su- surprisingly, I think Rogue will as well. I, I know you probably uh, uh, pro- 
Uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna get mad. I I don't. I'm not saying that they are right now. I think they will prove themselves to be because they will have consistent results. Though they did lose the X set, but uh, I think phase again. I think the the whole signing, the whole pickup is is huge. We see teams do this all the time. They play super well after getting signed, and I have a feeling that's going to happen to them here. And I don't know about Space Station, man. Their recent results are kind of shaky. You know. Some of their losses, I'm I'm actually considering dropping them down to you know fifth, sixth potentially in the region if they can't turn things around. I, I would like to say I would like to reiterate at least the the first point that you made, which I found to be incredibly interesting and not in a good way, is the fact that you said I would argue that Phase Clan is top four because we don't know definitively who is top four. And I think that was that was a very fascinating and out of left field take but it's true it's <laughs> true not, that is not a good rationale just because you can't say who the matter. top four are does not mean that you can say i think i i don't know who they are I but i think no. the, i think phase is in it does that <laughs> yeah, does that know. count that counts top four i don't know i don't know who's top four i think nrg phase um envy and i don't know who the fourth is yet it could be space station could be rogue. I don't think it's G two, but I think phase. I, I I think phase is in the top four or will be. I don't know if they are right now based off of recent results, but I think like so it, uh, for this split. I think let me let me just change it to make it as level as possible. I think this split. Uh, uh, what are we in spring? Spring split. Phase will prove themselves to be top four in North America throughout the split. Hmm. I, I like how I like how you say during this split when the only result we've had out of them this split is going 4-0 in group stages. That's clever. But very very I nicely mean, done. I pulled up the Why? spring I... rankings currently, and these are our top four. So I think you're both wrong. <laughs> oh, that's not. <laughs> Shut up! Get that shit out of my face, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the only four teams who've gotten any points because they've all been but, eliminated. I mean, <laughs> why? Shut why? Uh, I want to address Squid. What you're saying? Why is that weird when? The only thing that that this pertains to is upcoming Rocket League anyway. Like we could talk about who's top who was top four a year ago. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. We're talking about who's top four right now. And I think this split, if we want to talk about this split, I think phase will be top four. When everything is done, I think phase will be top four in well, NA. I mean, you do mention that they have the honeymoon phase with their organ. They did put up a good result today. However, I will cite the fact that they had good results versus version one in the past, and Space Station is on a historical, like a historically huge downhill right now, uh, for as far as the Rocket League scene is concerned. So I think that this may have been a bit of a fluke at the beginning. And Hawks does make a good point here in the chat that TSM and Liquid are both huge orgs that, upon picking up their teams, absolutely flopped. Like it was not even a question. Like TSM, they did have some solid results in the future from then on. Uh, but Liquid, uh, they did not have the same story. And you can't I don't use Liquid as a as a thing because the team was struggling pretty hard when Liquid picked them up. Okay, well, we made the argument the last time here that that uh, when we were talking about the Peeps versus, uh, or we were talking about Peeps versus Rogue. And that's argument, Europe. The Who first gives a fuck around? about Europe? We're talking about North America. We already said Europe doesn't matter in, our, in this podcast. We just said uh, that. I'm sorry. Did I, did I, was I not just trying to make a correlative point to what our no, discussion the last about, time? I don't care about your discussion last time. I care about the discussion today. We're saying in a 
is the only region that we care about. So who cares if Team Liquid? Okay, is well, I was just about to say, I was just about to make a point that actually pertains to NA. Can I make my point now, Hunted? Yes, now you can. Go ahead. Thank you. So the last time we had this conversation, where you didn't want to say that Rogue was a top four team, yes. even though they had consistent results during Correct. the winter split, no, and then did incredibly well during the major. Yes, they did. During the regionals, they absolutely did. As soon as they picked up Taroko, they absolutely did. But for FaZe Clan, they did not have those results. We specifically went over the results in comparison to Rogue when we were having this conversation. We know that there were a significant number more fifth, sixth, or lower place, placements that they had as opposed to Rogue. So I Correct. think that what you're saying right now is that you're not sure if Rogue is in the top four, but you're putting FaZe Clan up there. That's bullshit. Because Rogue had the results in the winter split. Listen, and we you're, only have you're one confusing day. what I said. Two days you're, of you're confusing what I said. I'm not... Look, okay. you can make an argument of whoever you want in the top four right now at this very moment. I'm saying when everything is said and done, I see FaZe being top four. I can I'm say telling the same you that they Rogue. did not have the results in order to put me to have me put them in the top four. Whereas Rogue did. That's why I'm saying I don't believe that they're going to make it. Okay, well, I, I'm sorry that once again, when the split is over, you're going to be wrong again, again, on the podcast, because happen. I'm telling it's you, I still think Rogue needs more consistent results after losing to Xset. I, they're a young team, and young all teams right, all right. historically... It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk next problems. Thursday when the peeps go two rounds and out in the elimination bracket and Rogue peeps, end up making it way. to the finals. It is, they are phased now. You have They're to call the peeps them to me, goddammit! They're not the peeps anymore. Sorry. You have to call them phase. And this was my hot take, <laughs> and you're literally trying to take it over with your stupid Rogue bullshit. I don't care about Rogue. I care about What kind phase, of a hot take, what kind of a hot take would it be without be somebody top top arguing top. against it anyways? Get no, that you shit can out argue here. it, but no, you're, you're, I'm not, you're I'm coming not back around to Rogue. Count, I don't give a fuck about Rogue. Count me as not committed. Uh, yeah, because you said as a part, an integral part of your hot take was that Rogue was not a top four team, but you thought that FaZe Clan what? could be. Ryan, did I not say that I think Rogue could definitely be top four team at the end of the split? He did, say, he did say it could be Rogue or Space Station in the other spot. He did say that. I definitely did say that. He, he did say that. You're going on this tangent about Rogue. If you think that Rogue could be top four, and if you think FaZe will be based on yes. the previous results that we had from the winner split, it's I call bullshit. It's a hot take, Squid. Yes, I, I don't know, care about That's why I disagree with you, I'm because it's a hot take. Fuck off. Right Get now, that shit you, out of here. You're so stuck on Rogue. I don't care about Rogue. I'm talking about FaZe and what I think they're going to do now that they got signed and now that they have a good roster who's played together for a long time. I think now they're they going have to be a good top roster. four in the split. <laughs> they didn't have a good roster before? They didn't have a good roster before now, Hunted. Is what? that what you're no, saying? I... You just said now that they have a good roster. Get Dude, that shit out of here. No, I said Get now that, that they're signed and they have a good roster who has All played right. together for a long time. You're, you are... Raise your hand. Thinking, Raise your hand if you're convinced of Hunted's hot take. Dude, you are taking the weirdest stances to this one point. Like you're trying to pick nope. apart these nope. weird little things. Nope. Bro, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that you you're you're putting a lot of confidence in a team here when you refuse we, they have not had good results. They historically have had fucking terrible results. Again. I'm so tired of this. Dude, I don't care. I don't get it. This is a hot take. I'm saying that I think 
I said it with version one, and you guys shit on me back then. You would not give me the benefit of the doubt that I thought version one would improve and have to be in the discussion for top six in the region. And guess what? Version one has improved, and now they're going to be in the discussion for top six in the region this split. And you cannot deny that. And you refuse I... to give me the benefit of the doubt that I see phase now <laughs> okay. continuing along right, hot, the hot take part two okay. in version one. Okay, Ryan, okay, 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 okay. No, 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 we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Oh, goodness. All right. Nah, For one of you who are watching here on Twitch, clip this because I want to see who's going to be wrong by the time we get to the end of the split. Hunted's <laughs> claim is that phase will be in top top four. Not top ten, top four by the end of the spring split. Squids is that they will not clip it. I want to. I want to see who's right, and I want to. <laughs> we're gonna have to tweet this out on the. And if Rogue page. also is top four, we have to come up with a punishment for is, one of you guys. That is one thousand percent okay. I think that they would be totally deserving of top four as long as they improve their consistency. Rogue, I, uh, uh, you're on my good list. Though I want to see you not lose the exit next time, please. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Just I can't believe it. Squid, I said squid, top four, four, he's not up. convinced. And now squid. he's like, I, I like Rogue. Are you are you just mad that Sleeky's not here so you can't like fight with someone? Are you trying to take <laughs> are you trying to take this out on hunted? Because that's got, that's what it feels like. Rage, it feels like you're trying to take it out on hunted because Sleeky's been absent for nah. so long. <laughs> nah. I, you know what I'm taking out of Hunted is that Hunted's, Hunted's doing basically Nate word for word the same thing that I did, except I had basis for what I was saying. Oh, and he, he's fucking trying to trash Okay, me. that's, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Squid, get your, get your final word in here. Anything you want to let people know about or anything like that before we head off for the night? Man. Ah. Oh. I'll, I could let you guys fight off stream, but I, I got to go eat food at some no, point. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think if I actually have anything to say. I don't know because <laughs> it might be contradictory. I don't necessarily believe that the, that the peeps will do well. Don't don't contradict I yourself, man. I Hunted certainly hope that they do. I certainly what? hope that they do. Bro, I have I have proven time and again that. Uh, I, I, it's always, I have never railed against somebody for their thoughts and opinions on this show. It has always been y'all versus me when it comes to this. Unless Sleepy <laughs> says something really fucking stupid. That's the only time. But outside of that, I feel like I've been pretty open-minded to people. It's just you guys get mad when I say stuff and then they happen. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. But ultimately, I will end the show with thank you, North America, for finally being fun again and not boring yeah. when we have the same four teams That's that, true. Uh, that are constantly winning. And I can't even have this argument because I wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, so, we're, we're not able to have this argument for EU. <laughs> no, EU you're right. Just, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we oh. certainly could. It's just there's no... You have BDS Vitality and then, yep. Lord knows. Everyone. You it's can't like, really it's prove like a, a list point. of nine or ten teams that are, draw, are all like. I mean, it, it would be akin to drawing from a hat which teams end top four at the end of the split. <laughs> whoever and you decides, can't really. That meme is that still so perfect. Third place. Whoever decides to <laughs> pop off that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, I don't know. Best of luck, teams in North America. EU, I love you. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, thanks so, for uh, listening, everyone. Be before I uh, roll into the you know final closeout, 
my final thing that I want to bring up real quick and point out is I've been watching Ludwig's uh, subathon on Twitch where, you know, every time you donate, you subscribe to him, it gets 10 seconds added to his clock. He's been streaming for five days now, but it got me looking into Twitch analytics and Rocket League is number five in all of Twitch in terms of average viewership. That's nuts. I never knew this. I never knew this until I saw this. So I just want to pull it up real fast, show people Rocket League, number five in average viewership. And they have streamed far longer than any of the other cat the other like broadcasts. So that's like not just comparing us to like L like Riot games or anything, like this is against everybody in Twitch. That's awesome. Not to mention we are the most hours watched based on that uh, that's insane. Yeah, and not to mention we have the most uh, the Total most views. number of times uh, somebody said drops in chat. So, <laughs> so that's we do cool. have we do have our claim to fame in there as well. Uh, but that was just a cool piece of information that I found out recently, and I just thought that was really cool, and I wanted to share it. Um, but that is gonna do it for us here today, guys. Long episode, you know. At this point, I'm not even sure we should even bother having a cap for the timer. <laughs> you know, we said this is gonna be like an hour long show. They can argue for ten minutes, and I can just sit here and laugh my ass off about it. <laughs> um, but we're we're gonna close it down here tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, do all those things wherever you are listening from. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we know we haven't been too good about posting on stuff lately we're going to try and get a little bit better about that uh, and we're also going to start posting over on our youtube as well just go uh search uh talk it talk it podcast uh basically the same yes. name as what you see here for the talk channel podcast literally everywhere yeah easy, so, go search for it five stars all that good stuff thank you guys so much we will see you guys next time take care and enjoy the rest of your day peace out